In this episode, we'll be sitting down with one of my students and the moderator of our Discord community, William, to discuss one of his biggest struggles, voicing. He'll share some of his insightful tips that'll help you improve your voicing while recounting also his personal experiences on the subject. I'm Bianca, your personal American accent coach, and I'm here to help you master an American accent in English because your voice is your choice when it comes to how you sound. I try to release a podcast episode every two weeks, and so you should really subscribe to whatever podcast platform you use so that you don't miss the newest episode. And by the way, if you want to see the full video of the episode, it's available at Accent Coach Bianca on YouTube. Now, let's get on with the show. So, welcome, William. Why don't you introduce yourself to everybody? I know you, and people who may know you from other episodes because you're going to be on here a lot. But could you introduce mm-hmm. yourself and who you are, what you do, where you're at, stuff like that? Yeah. My name is Guilhem, which is William in English. I am on my mid 30s. And it was in my early 30s when I started like getting interested to improve my English, especially spoken. And yeah, two years ago and so on is when I met you. And we see almost every other day or more often than that. And I discovered later on, very late in my life, that I was doing a lot of mistakes that I was not aware of. And long story short, now I do enjoy the English language, especially spoken. I do YouTube videos, podcasts, or just chatting online with voice. Yeah, we see each other probably three times a week, at least three days a week for sure. Probably more like five times a week we see each other. So I know you very well. I know some of your challenges, but can you tell the listeners what challenge you're working on today specifically? Today specifically is the voicing. Something I didn't mention, I do speak Spanish natively and also Catalan, which is a Russian language in Spain. And what happens that in Catalan, there's other rules that there's a lot of voicing that in English doesn't apply. So what happens that I have a lot of influence and interference that, oh, and the spelling in English doesn't help a, at all. So I, <laughs> <laughs> spelling I in have, English is atrocious. Yeah, yes. I have that, oh, this S is voiced. It's not voiced. Or even if I do think I voice it, it's not enough. Mm-hmm. So my brain thinks, oh yeah, you voice it. It's right. Mm-hmm. Then it just happened that it's too superficial. And people don't get the voicing. Yeah, even though you have a great microphone, sometimes I'll ask you to do the little trick of putting your hand on your throat just to Hmm. check, right? Because your brain is like, voice this letter. And then you think you're voicing it, but it doesn't come to my ears. So maybe it's the microphone. Maybe it's you think you did and you're just not getting that physical, let's say, check for sure, right? So can you give the listeners an example of, you just mentioned the letter S, right? So how does the sound differ between the voiced and the unvoiced version? Can you give us a really strong example? It doesn't have to be a word, just the sound itself. Sound and voice will be and voice will be Even then when you did it, it was like It was kind of like, yeah, like going in and out a little bit, nice and strong. Like the mosquito kind of thing, kind of sound. Like a mosquito, zzz, like really, yeah, really, zzz, really getting that voicing and, and you can put your hand on your throat to make sure and, that it's there. If you're not sure, you're probably not doing it. Yep. 
if it's not overly dramatic, yeah. it's usually not enough. Yeah, you're doing yeah. it wrong. Right? It's not good enough. <laughs> exactly. What happens is that when I want to overperform, it's yeah. when you say, oh, now it's correct. Yes. And to you, it feels like it's too much, right? But that's yeah. just how you feel about it. You feel like, oh, God, this is crazy. This is way too yeah. much. But then I'm like, no. Bang on. Perfect. So keep that in mind that when you feel like you're overdoing it, you're probably hitting the mark just right. Because remember too, like as we do things, we're going to back off a bit. So even if it is a touch overdone, it's going to be perfect in your natural speech. So speaking of that, so we've got S's and we can say Z sounds. When do you find that this is a problem? Is it like when you're doing a podcast, when you're at meetings at work, when you're just kind of talking to yourself as you're doing the dishes? When do you notice this happening? Well, I think that happens more or less at all times. But what happens when it's on record is that you can play it anytime in the future and you have evidence of what you said. And if it's in a meeting, usually meetings are not recorded. So unless I have spotted this in real time, I'm not aware of those mistakes. Good point. And you're really good at taking clips of recordings that you have from yourself, from your YouTube videos, from your podcast, you're really good at taking a clip and analyzing it. And maybe we can just tell everybody like, this is the thing to do is to record yourself. You might hate it, but it's super effective. And I know that you agree with that. <laughs> and for hmm. you, would you say that this has been very effective for you, this ability yeah, to have Absolutely. Recording? I will not be here today without recording my voice. Oh, tell us more about that. Why is that? Oh, because you reach a certain plateau limit of the, let's say, the theoretical stuff that, okay, I know the phonetic markup, how it's meant to be pronounced, all of it. But if I don't have feedback of myself, how I'm producing those sounds, how I'm going to progress? You could, you can, but there's a certain limit that you need to listen to yourself. Perhaps it's not the best example, but you know, when deaf people speak, they speak and they can understand, but there's something that they can identify that they don't have feedback. They are not listening to themselves. Mm -hmm. There is some information that is lost, more or less goes in consonance with this. For instance, let's say the dark L or the voicing. Okay, I think I'm doing the voicing, but I am only hearing myself from within, not as a third person. So what you can do is if I have a recording, whatever person in YouTube, doesn't have to be about language, just one random YouTube channel from an American creator. And then I compare myself, it's, oh, wow, yeah, the Z sound, mm -hmm. I can notice a difference. I see that, oh, I'm not there. Mm -hmm. But if I only have to recall with my memory, and I am super biased because it's just my memory and from within, there's a limitation, at least in my opinion. And not only for that, when you have doubts that, oh, I'm not sure what I'm hearing, something is different, but I cannot tell you what or perhaps the opposite. It sounds the same. I don't see the difference of this sound and this other sound because they are very close. If you have the recording, you can plot this. There's no need to understand all the science behind that. You just see the waves are different. The waveforms. So I don't know what waveforms. the audio, we call them the waveforms. Exactly. exactly. So mm -hmm. I cannot see exactly what it is necessarily, but mm -hmm. I can guarantee objectively that the sounds are different. Aha, uh -huh. you can see that there's a difference but you might not know what to do about it. And now you're at the yeah. point you said, after you're seeing your own recordings, hearing your own voice, you see that there's a thing, you know that you need to do something. You even, at this point, at least you know what to do about it, right? Make sure that your voice sitting mm. down there, you can feel that vibration to check. A good example is the B, V. Mm -hmm. V, it's the voiced version of the B. Before, as a typical Spanish speaker, I was pronouncing them both the same. 
because that's what so, you do in Spanish, right? In Spanish, B as in baby and V as in victory, they're basically the same articulation with your mouth, correct? Yeah. In Spanish, yeah. you don't make a difference, but we do. No difference in sound. Yeah. So what happens? That the sound waves, more or less, will be the same. And the voicing is very easy to spot because when you voice, the waves are so dramatically higher. It's like a tsunami wave. We can. <laughs> it's a tsunami I mean, it, audio wave. One of the most obvious things to notice the voicing. Ah, if it's not there, ah. you can see that the wavelength. Mm -hmm. It's the amplitude of, when it's the height. Yeah, the amplitude mm -hmm. is a lot smaller. I can see when I replay the audio, even if I don't hear it myself necessarily, mm -hmm. I can guarantee the voicing is there because I have the two sounds and I can compare. Mm -hmm. And since I have recordings from the past, I can just load any random recording and wait for a v sound and you can compare. It's, oh, look, a recording from one year ago for something I did for YouTube. It's nothing that I did for language learning. And I can compare. It's, oh, look at that. There's the voicing there. And now there's voicing here. Maybe the same cannot... word, even. The yeah. same word that you used to say, and it's very specific, and you know that you didn't do that voicing in that word before, and it's the same word now, because it's a high-frequency word for you, and now you can literally see with your eyes <laughs> and probably hear that voicing now. It happens with the frog. You know that when the frog gets adjusted to the temperature? Frog, g -g 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 -g. Frog. But what happens if you increase the temperature very gradually in time? The frog doesn't realize it's too hot. So what happens with your own recordings and the accent is that since you hear yourself very often, you cannot pinpoint, oh yeah, you know what? Exactly last October is when I did this shift in the voicing. It doesn't happen <laughs> because it's very progressive. But I can compare now from half a year ago that, yeah, the voicing was not there. The Vs, especially when it's the beginning of the word, starts with a V, like mm -hmm. victory, it's there. And all of these feedback will be impossible without recordings. Exactly. And maybe you're not doing the thing 100% of the time, but there's a noticeable difference in the amount and the frequency that you're doing it more often. And so you can notice that difference. Yeah, I think none of that yeah. is possible without recording yourself. And the example you just gave about the frog, mm -hmm. the same yeah. example, but it's a lobster in a pot when you're cooking the lobster. Oh, it's a lobster? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, but it's... <laughs> same idea though, yes. Yeah, same exactly. idea. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it seems a little cruel to kill the frog if you're not going to eat it. Maybe it's a little better to eat the lobster afterwards, but they both don't notice. They don't notice the incremental change or like if you're losing no. weight or gaining weight, you don't notice really day to day, but somebody you haven't seen in a while is going to notice yeah. these things. I was about to mention this, uh, perhaps easier to relate, is that when you see a relative Let's say a mother and with the, her kids. Mm -hmm. uh, what happens with the mother is that they see every single day. So if you gain weight or you lose weight, it's hard to notice because you see them every single day. Let's say that a relative that you only see every couple of months, as soon as they see you is, oh, did you lose weight? They notice because the lack of repetition during this time. Exactly, exactly. So I just wanted to go back and mention the idea of waveforms. People who are listening right now, they might think like, waveforms, recording podcasts, I don't do that. I don't do my own videos. But even if you don't, your phone has a function where you can record it and you can easily find the waveform on some things like Audacity, that's free for everybody, or there's something called Prot even less, software. Yeah, even less than that, there's no need to go technical. For instance, one of the apps I downloaded was just to get the frequency of the sound. 
the frequency meaning how often or the frequency in terms of the hertz and the pitch? In hertz. In oh, hertz. in hertz. Okay. Because oh. I, it was very random. Sorry, not very. Very <laughs> random. <laughs> very yes. random. I went to video about one Guinness World Record. I think it was clapping something mm. related to sound. And they had like something to measure the sound. Mm, maybe the, the Fufuzelas? Do you remember in the South African World Cup, they had the Fufuzelas oh, yeah, they, they were and they were measuring loud, those? Loud. Maybe it yeah. was that. Uh-huh. I don't know the name of that machine. Yeah, that, that measures the, the, sound. The, the sound. And someone replied, oh, yeah, you can install this on your phone and so on. Oh. Then related to other videos, you know that they say there's a range of the speaking voices and... What is the a most, range in um, the pitch, right? You're talking about pitch? Yeah, in the pitch. Okay, in the pitch. Okay, not in the... They say, for instance, ma man is between this and that. What is usually more agreeable, that is easy to listen to, it's more or less on, on those ranges. Oh, uh, let me download this app, or now that I have downloaded, for, downloaded it yeah. for other purposes, let me just speak whatever and see more or less the value. Mm. Value. Look at that. Yeah. Another V at the beginning. <laughs> value. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Value. Uh, and then it's when I realized, oh, shoot, first, my range is quite limited, that the maximum, the minimum, there's not much difference in yeah. Earth. And more or less that the baseline is quite low. Ah, uh, yes, yes. The baseline meaning your normal speaking pitch. Yeah. You don't need the, yeah, the wave amplitude, just mm. the one single number. That's just it. One, That's yeah, exactly. Start. And when you voice... For example, v or z or j, as in change, you're saying just with this, you can see a spike in that. And you can see with this very simple app if you're voicing or not. Is that correct? That's what you're saying? Well, in that particular app, you only had the instant information. Okay. It's, and you mean, I think you mean it's not recorded? No. Okay. But there are other apps that you have up to 30 seconds and mm. you record those mm. 30 seconds and okay. then you can go back and see and i think you also have a text that mm -hmm. you read to have a baseline yeah so it's always the same text the next time you will read it since it's the same text the same sound so you can compare because you're actually pronouncing the same words yes it's not yes. something random at the time exactly every every <laughs> every, every every time, time. yes yeah. every so, time do you see it's just downloading one app it's free very exactly. lightweight uh -huh. it's no commitment and we'll, this so we'll is how i that. started you can send me that link and we'll put it in the notes for the show as well. We already have two ways that people can check if they're voicing or not, right? One is physically I... to put your hand there. Another one is mm -hmm. an app. And what else? Oh, then it's next level is when I got this microphone. Ooh, <laughs> is this a new microphone for you? I bought it two years ago or okay. three. Two years and something between two and before the COVID happened. Okay. We can consider it still a new microphone then. And how still did that change things for you? That changed because that's professional grade. Changed. 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 Uh -huh. If it's in the past, the ED um, ending, changed. Changed. Because I had already the idea to start a YouTube video, not as a source of income or whatever, just for fun. So no pressure to perform, no pressure to get views. I just do whatever I want. That's it. So I got this microphone, which happened to be that it had one hole. One, I know how it's called in English. When you can plug the cable, like an input? An input? Okay. Mm -hmm. There's an input there. What is the purpose, right? Because, okay. I mean, I'm not an expert. Yeah. I haven't even read the manual. I just straight, <laughs> uh, <laughs> straight out. Plug and out, play. Out of the book. Uh -huh. Yeah, plug and play. Oh, and I discovered that when you plug the headphones there, 
Plug. Oh, it's the practice of the voicing. <laughs> exactly. I plugged in the headphones. Oh, wait a second. I can hear the sound that the microphone is picking up in real time. Oh, Therefore, shit. it's not a recording. I mm -hmm. can hear myself, not mm -hmm. from within my inner voice, but as if it was a recording mm -hmm. live. Exactly. Live. V -v -v -v. There you go. Nice one. Live. <laughs> I noticed that too. When I got this microphone, you can see there's an yeah. input, right? There's an input in mine. It's in the back. And then I have it here on my headset. And I was kind of blown away when I realized this. Who's in the room with me? I thought. <laughs> and <laughs> because it's not your voice in your head, right? It's not that little reading voice that you have. Yeah. Suddenly, exactly. literally, you hear yourself in real time. It's not quite feedback, but you're getting feedback from yourself. But it's not mm. that feedback noise. I mean, it's not like... Quick, it just a couple milliseconds that you cannot appreciate the delay. Yes, exactly. It's not cheap, but if you're going to do something like this anyways, it, use this, use, use, use this, use, <laughs> use yeah. this to monitor yourself, like you said, in real time as well. So yeah, yeah is, record it, but maybe also in yeah. real time too. That is, let's say, like the second stage. You can do this a lot later. So that you don't have to get a microphone at day one. Of course not. Yeah. You, you can start with the phone. So the, the only change is that you get live feedback mm -hmm. instead of a record. Instead of recorded, instead of delayed feedback, yeah. we can say. Yeah. So I had no serious purpose to pursue, oh, I will use the microphone to improve my English, my pronunciation. I will drill a list of mm -hmm. words every day. No, I did nothing of mm -hmm. that. First, it may be kind of surprising, but what I did is like ASMR kind of thing. Yeah. like. Touching the microphone and oh, having that reaction. <laughs> it's <laughs> very satisfying, increase, isn't it? Yeah, you can increase the volume and you feel the texture of the sound. Uh -huh. Use the microphone, it's so good that how you touch it, you hear it differently. So I started with this, it's oh, cool. But then it's oh, how I was losing myself breathing. Yeah. It's oh, I, that's weird because it's like I have like my breathing amplified. Like if I'm hearing breathing, myself in 10 times the volume of yeah. the normal yeah. and I will do whatever random the words mm -hmm. that came to mind and then I realized oh wow since it's so precise and it's real it's instantaneous feedback this changed the picture paradigm because for instance now if I say change instead of change I will see this difference amplified 10 times so if I do the voicing and the volume it's enough I will even hear the vibration on the sound that is being generated. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And maybe even so feel it on the, the yeah, pads. Yeah, I, I do feel heads. it, this kind of sounds. It makes it a lot more obvious for things like voicing that, oh, mm -hmm. I can see the voicing is not there because it's tenfold yeah. and I'm still not getting it. On the record, sorry, audio from the computer, not on my speaking. Not your voice. mouth, not your mouth, not but mouth. you're hearing the sound waves that go through the microphone and then they go yeah. through your headset onto your headphones and then you can yeah. physically feel that vibration like on your skin instead of yeah, feeling it in your throat, as we were saying before. Yeah, it's like when there's a construction near you, they are like with the drills and so yeah. on. You can feel the vibration. Yes. Even if the sound is not that high because of the distance, uh -huh. it fades away. Yes. But you see the vibration of the sound. More or less, I can really feel that I'm voicing. Like mm. you amplify the sound and so yeah. on. So it's yeah. more obvious for a newbie, let's say, <laughs> that I'm not familiar with this kind of thing. That oh, I was voicing and I'm voicing without thinking I was doing mm. that. It was not 
a conscious decision to avoid Or just presuming that you were just because you knew that you should, right? You were like, oh, I know this is a Z sound here. I must be doing it because I know it, right? But that doesn't mean you were doing it. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And if you combine this, that it's life. So I just made the decision to voice Mm -hmm. and I hear no voicing. It's boop. I have the feedback. It's not the same. I record a 10-minute video or 5-minute video. And then I rewatch the video. And you just make a note. Oh, in that video, oh, I missed this. Okay, great. That's a good start. But having that instantaneous feedback means that you yeah. can correct it and you take out a big step there. And in case you think, oh, I don't like hearing myself. The recording of my voice is so cringy. Since it is live, strictly speaking, it's not being recorded. No one will hear you or will hear that piece of sound because mm-hmm. it's just going through live, but it's also gone at the same time. Exactly. Yeah. So these are all like really good techniques, right? We've gone from like yeah. level zero. Everyone has hands. Well, most people have hands. And then you can put your hand on your throat. Doesn't cost you any money, right? You can check that. I wouldn't walk around like that. I wouldn't show up to a date like that with my hand on my throat. But yeah, as you're doing the folding the laundry or taking the dog for a walk, you know, you can check on your voicing. Level yep. two, as we said, there are apps where you can download and actually see your recording and see if you've got that spike of the voicing the in there. If you're the kind of person that does anything on social media, if you're podcasting, if you're YouTubing, whatever, then if you have a microphone already, then make sure that you put your audio input in there and use that as a tool, you know? And there are some people who like to drill lists or there's, let's see, how can we say, there's repetition that you can do either on your own or through somebody else. And there's a lot of stuff out there where you can just look at lists and practice as well. For example, if we're talking about voicing, right? I think the most important thing, well, the most impactful thing I think is when there's a letter S at the end, which we talked about, and when there's an ED ending. So S's can be for plurals, they can be for the verbs, and then ED endings can be regular verbs in the past, ED, or they can be for adjectives as well. Often adjectives have ED. For example, I was disgusted. I was disgusted. So the S's and the EDs are particularly, let's say, highly impactful. And you might have a lot of words that you yourself use. They're high frequency words for you. Do you have any examples of words (laughs) that are high frequency for you that contain voicing? And you've noticed, hey, over time, I've gotten better at this word that's really important to me. Do you have any examples like that? Yes, but it's a typical case that when you ask explicitly, <laughs> it is hard to recall. But I have experiences that perhaps the word is not as common, but for me it is. For mm. instance, usually how I do present myself at the start of the video mm. in YouTube, that is very frequent because yeah. I will do it almost every single video. Sure. Is there anything you can remember specifically about voicing for that? Or was that an example of just high frequency for you? Yeah, or it's one example, mm-hmm. but also because one of the channels I have, it's pleasurable learning. It's about a software called SuperMemo. Yeah. What happens that the words that are used in the software, mm-hmm. you know, that the windows are concepts that are being used, mm-hmm. you say that word super frequently because it's like a how-to video mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, and maybe some verbs in there that are frequent for you in your videos, but not other people. For instance, yeah. I think that the most genuine example is the name of that channel, Pleasurable. Exactly. Pleasurable. Right, which is, of course, a very common sound for a French speaker. Is it very common for a Spanish or a Catalan speaker to have a zh 
in, in the language. Spanish? Yeah. As in television. I'm not sure. In Catalan it is. It is, okay. Uh, I don't know if it's common enough, mm -hmm. but it's there. It exists. Nice. So yeah, that would depend, right? Maybe it's a sound you're used to. And I was thinking of Mexican Spanish, like the ch, as in chocolate and sh. They have those unvoiced ones that are kind of common, but they don't have the voiced ones. They don't have the zh instead of sh. They don't have the j instead of ch as much. So hmm. that's often very difficult for them. And in the beginning, you talked about spelling, <laughs> spelling of letter S and yeah. the spelling of ED in there. And there's a couple of different options. So for example, you just said you use, I think it was the same intro. There was something you said, you use in pleasurable learning. Mm -hmm. So this voicing kind of goes back and forth depending on the verb that you're using. And what yeah. other thoughts do you have about voicing specifically, if anything? In voicing related to what you just mentioned is when you have to toggle in and out during the same phrase. Ah, phrase. So, there you go. Phrase. I look at that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we are hyper aware of the voicing. Mm -hmm. I just happened that a lot of word choices I do contains a G or typical letter that is voiced. There you go. And actually, I'm just going to stop you for a second. That was interesting. Yeah. Let's talk about overcorrection for a second. Yep. When you're working on something and you've got a present in your mind and you're really aware of something, let's say voicing, for example, you might overcorrect, right. right? Yes, you might overcorrect. And for example, <clears throat> where it should have been a k, k, and you actually did a g there. So okay. we're going to go back. Let's say the word was back, right? I heard bag just a moment ago. So I think especially since we're talking about this topic now, <laughs> then you might be even overthinking it and therefore overcorrecting in that way, hmm. which to me, it's not a bad mistake to make, right? If you're overcorrecting, like, wow, <laughs> you yeah, know what it is. It's just a mistake. Even though I don't worry about this because as soon as I stop focusing on voicing, yeah. let's say when uh -huh. I do something else today, uh -huh. th th I won't do these mistakes at that time. Exactly. So it, it is just an acute effect, nothing mm. to worry about. Yeah, it's not long-term or anything like that. It's not going to mess you up. You know, for, you're going to start yeah. voicing everything and forgetting to unvoice. That's not going to happen. So do you have any final thoughts about voicing that you'd like to share or your own kind of journey about voicing? Well, yes. And they're more general. They can be applied to voicing mm -hmm. in other aspects mm -hmm. of the language. It's first, don't try hard. Let's make one simple example. When one guy wants to impress another girl in high school and tries mm -hmm. too hard and the harder it tries, the more <laughs> uh, it gets. The more, the <laughs> you, know, more you the push chilling? back. Yeah. Yeah. So if you try harder, you will just get more frustration. Even if you want to practice more and more and more and more in a short period of time, that doesn't mean it's better. So more doesn't translate to better. You want quality, mm. not quantity. Less is more when the less, less is, more. is more. Yeah, because mm. you don't want to just have the muscle memory of the voicing. Mm. You already know how to mm. do that. Just to be aware when you have to mm. voice or not. And when I do voice, I'm actually voicing or I have the perception I'm voicing, but I'm actually not doing it. Mm -hmm. That's the goal. Mm -hmm. And this is qualitative. So just five minutes a day. So <laughs> sometimes I just spend five minutes and even though multitasking, I'm doing mm -hmm. laundry and whatever, the words that came to mind that okay. I do remember. Yeah. And just say them out loud or I want to practice voicing. So mm -hmm. I just do whatever words came to mind that contained that sound five minutes that's enough make this like it's part of your job 
or it's mm -hmm. a drill because mm -hmm. then it will become tedious mm -hmm. and if it become tedious you will enjoy it yeah and it's a matter of time you will drop it <laughs> For sure. Yeah, for sure. So keep it pleasurable. And even for me, five minutes, five minutes is more than enough. One minute, one minute is fine. I think the... Like your podcast, no, sorry, your Telegram challenge. Oh, yes, exactly. So I try to keep things short, number one, so mm. they stay pleasurable, right? But also people think more is more, but like we said, less is more, but only if the less is actually more if it's quality related. Yep. So if you did one minute a day, but you did one minute in the morning and then one minute after breakfast and then one minute later, and you did a total of five minutes spaced out, that spaced repetition is gonna be way more effective than even sitting down and trying to like hammer something into your brain for five minutes or half an hour or two hours or whatever yeah. that is, right? So first, it's easier to create the habit of just committing five minutes a day mm -hmm. practice but not only that, it just happened that it will be better to do five minutes a day a for a month, let's say, yeah. that two hours straight, one single day every month. Later in time, eventually, yeah. it will become automated. Yeah. And you might remember a time in the past where you were like, oh, mm. or you see a recording in the past, you're like, wow, I never used to voice anything. But then you're yeah. going to realize the change that you made after that time. Yeah, perhaps in 2028, mm -hmm. I will watch this episode and see, <laughs> oh, wow, look how I was speaking back then look how many things look i at, missed all the voicing yes yeah look this mistake look at that look mm -hmm. at that oh wow da, 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 da. look at the progress <laughs> i have made and yeah. perhaps i will be a podcaster back then in 2028 <laughs> who knows Ex exactly so on that yeah. note let's plan to meet no let's plan to review this episode in 2028 and we'll see all the progress that you've made nice how's that for a plan yep awesome it's, awesome. it's when an interview they ask mm -hmm. you how do you see you in five years yeah 2028, five years from Perfect. now. Perfect. Exactly. Yeah. I was pretty sure you picked that exactly for that reason, for the five-year interval. So Exactly, yeah. yeah. You did. It's not a random year, no. Exactly. So we're going to see you a lot more often on this podcast or hear you a lot more often on this podcast. See if you're watching this on YouTube. But we have a plan to see each other, to have more discussions like this about yeah. certain topics. And also, you've been kind enough to volunteer yourself for what we call the accent feedback sessions. So in those sessions, I'm going to be, what's the word you always use? <clears throat> I'm going to show you no, no mercy. mercy. No mercy. And we're going to try to correct as much as we can in those little stretches. Sound like a plan? Yep. Absolutely. Awesome. awesome. Thank you so much for joining and we'll see you soon, William. Yeah. My pleasure as always. <laughs> my pleasure. Absolutely. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Let me add the voicing now. Yes. Okay. My pleasure. There pleasure. you go. My pleasure. Yes. <laughs> Have a g g great day. See you soon. See you. Bye. If you found this episode helpful in any way, please subscribe and leave a review. It's actually really helpful to me. Now, before I go, I have two tasks for you to do. First, I want you to register and come to my free monthly masterclass. They're on the last Thursday of the month. In just one hour, you're gonna master a specific American accent skill. For example, the TH sound or rhythm. The Zoom registration link actually changes each month. So the second and maybe more important thing I wanna ask you to do is to sign up for my mailing list because you're gonna get the registration link each month and you're gonna get bonus materials before and after the masterclass that I only send to my email list subscribers. The email opt-in link is down in the show notes. 
be sure to sign up for my mailing list and come to the monthly masterclass for free. I'm Bianca, your personal American accent coach, and I want you to know that your voice is your choice. Thanks for sticking around to the end of the show. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye for now.